Hello everybody, DM Seth here, alongside everybody's favorite crew, and when I say your name, tell me your favorite childhood TV show. Ready, Connor? Uh, reboot. Oh no, I was gonna say that. Dang it, okay, <laughs> I, I, got a, I got an uprunner, I got a, I got a second, second place. Okay, Adam? Uh, Beast Wars, or Beasties, depending nice. on who owned the show. Beasties, I loved Beasties. Yeah, we're back. And, and Jacob? Uh, spider Riders, obviously. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or Total Drama Island. I'm super into the drama. Oh my gosh. That was or The a- Big Comfy Coach. What a classic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 10 Second Tidy. What a lie. <laughs> the fast forward looking back. It's like they lied. Remember when she would do those, those, uh, like the yoga clock pose thing? Oh, yeah. That made me uncomfortable because I'm like, that is not how a human body should bend. Um, <laughs> Man, did anybody watch, like, Mr. Dr- I guess uh, we're from Canada, and we had, like, Mr. Dress Up, right? Oh, yeah. Instead of, instead of like, Mr. Rogers? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I d- didn't even know that there was a difference. I never really watched it. It wasn't my thing, but... The, it's, yeah, I, I don't know if uh, any of our American or, or European or, you know, other international audience knew that Canada had its own Mr. Rogers, um, who did a lot of puppet work. I was always above <laughs> Sesame Street myself. Mm, same. I did not like it. Uh, yeah, I never, I never, I never got into that. If we're gonna talk, like, also, I'm sure everybody would agree. Everyone on like planet Earth would agree. I don't know if it is even is a kids show, but Avatar, Avatar oh, was next level. Classic. Um, I remember rewatching it. Like, I rewatched it like four or five years ago. It holds up. I just remember thinking, when did Caillou um, get powers? But yeah. <laughs> Well, after he stopped being a little bitch. <laughs> I also, uh, last one I'll talk about, Daniel Cook. This is Daniel Cook on a truck playing games. <laughs> Connor knows the song. I know I know he's like an adult now, and I, I'm sure he's, a, he's probably infinitely embarrassed by that time of his life. But maybe he made enough money off that... Uh, pay for school and all that stuff so yeah he's probably like yo you can say whatever you want about me while i'm in my like 10 bedroom I ju- mansion i just got i just remember it's like sometimes as a kid he was an asshole like people they're like they're like do you like the fire truck it's like it's not a police car but whatever it's, it's like daniel daniel cook actually ended up going to my school like my university oh yeah i remember hearing about that u of t oh man Oh man, I'm just feeling so nos- I'm just feeling so nostalgic right now. Just thinking about all these shows, like Fairly Odd Parents oh, yeah. and like Danny Phantom. Like those were like, those are some prime TV shows. I just have so many fond memories of like cycling between the Family Channel, Teletoon, and YTV um, in Canada. Just cycling between those three channels because they had the best yeah, kids sure. shows. Just like throughout the week, or racing home after school to watch Kim Possible. Like good, good, good memories. Good memories. Let's get into this episode. No more nostalgia. Let's live in the present. Nice. And do some D&D. Welcome to Nostalgia Trip, the uh, new podcast. <laughs> yeah, really. All right. Recap. Last time, the gang was still split as they've been for quite a few episodes now. However, Darian, you had been whisked away. You found a coach who was looking for some bullet pills to give their team that's playing in the pyre pitch game outside like a bit of the edge that they desperately need. Uh, And you went in there posing as uh, a bullet pill ammo salesman uh, to escape Peterson. 
You ran through the gate, the, the dimension door, and ended up in a locker room where they thoroughly tried to investigate you being like, where's my pills, man? And you had to cleverly uh, navigate your way through those waters to, to make sure that they weren't going to do anything crazy to you. Um, you kind of had them at a, st- at a stalemate uh, where they wanted some forms, they wanted a refund, and, and you were like, oh, yeah, I, gotta, I gotta do, you know, my, the process. <laughs> uh, and just as you said that, Apophis and Bradley snuck their way into the locker room. And you pivoted and said, hey, you guys want to win your Pyre Pitch game? I got two star players here. Um, Bradley and Apophis both became a part of the Pyre Pitch team after a good persuasion check. Um, and they joined the team and went off into the field to play. And currently, Darian has just been in the dugout, uh, just on, off the field, cheering on Apophis and Bradley as the score inches closer um, in, in the Pyre Pitch game. Go basement brouhaha's. Um <laughs> <laughs> but while while Darian's sporting it up, we had Norman, who was controlled by Royce. Immediately upon being summoned back into the world and Royce regaining control of your hollow body, he melted uh, Pyro and Victor right then and there. <laughs> no, no, no chance for survival. They melted as the paint people they are. And they made their way through the painting worlds to a reflection of the farm that Zippy's at. Zippy currently getting bombarded uh, in their little bunker with magic missiles and stuff as wizard guards are trying to find the druids and and, and stop them. Uh, Zippy found his way to the painting, saw demon mode Royce, luckily before Royce could literally annihilate them in the building with a, another Kaiser cannon blow. Norman regained control. And Zippy and Norman finally reunited, and they had a heart-to-heart and caught up with each other, and then brought all the druids, even Elder Mushroom, into the painted world as they closed off the exit just as the wizard guards were descending into their little uh, bunker area. Now that they were safe and all the druids were accounted for in the painted world, Zippy and Darian, or sorry, Zippy and Norman went off to follow the scent of the crystal, um, the beyond crystal that had been mentioned before that Royce was so adamant on destroying. Norman had kind of the scent of it now. And they followed it through the painting world solo until they came across the throne room where Verulius sat on a throne, almost comatose. You spoke with his painted... Uh, portrait version that's behind the throne this large portrait of uh, a younger Verulius on kind of like a pride rock situation and you got some info about Verulius's backstory a bit of why he's protecting the crystal about what the crystal is and how it's housing the souls and that Verulius is you know keeping it together and his magic is what's holding it together Um, and that Verulius is not you know from the painting's description an evil man so Uh, But he's getting old. But as they went out into the throne room, they tried to make communication and and tried to bridge that gap to Verulius and reach him wherever he's at in his comatose state. And he kind of woke up and moved and talked when he saw Zippy 
mistaking him for Coco, one of the his teammates on the first Grand Treasure uh, team. And mistaking him for Coco, he was asking him about how Coco went beyond the plains to a place where Virulius wants to bring the crystal. He wants to bring all of the souls and stuff to some place where they can all be together without torment, a safe place for them to rest after they've passed uh, because the deep isn't a good option and the gods area isn't a good option either, the heavens there. So they need to go beyond. And apparently Coco, from Virulius's account, talked to a black ball bunny similar to what Zippy's been seeing all along. And Virulius was able to act as a mediator to bridge the gap of communication between the two. And he offered to do it once more. And Zippy agreed and took Virulius's hand as the black bunny came out of the shadows and took the other. And Norman, as you were backing away from the throne, down the stairs, closer to the door that actually enters into the throne room, you can feel the pounding and scratching and clawing on your chest as Royce is eager to get out and get in control and do something with that crystal. And what a plot we have weaved together here. <laughs> Jeez. Um, ever complex. Man, uh, I remember when the recaps were like, yeah, guys, just jumped over some guards and you're in a forest now. Um, but here we are. We're going to start with Norman and Zippy. Ah, I put my hand, my good hand against my forehead like there's a pain in, in my mind and I feel that pounding in my chest. Uh, I'm going to back down the stairs a couple more steps just so I can barely see the landing and I'm just going to start whispering to myself, um, come listen to the tale I know of an underdog come from below. Uh, Zip, you might want to move this along. Ah. And I'm going to take one more step down the stairs. Zippy, you are entranced by the black ball that stands in front of you. And as you touch Virulius's hand, and you can see the black bunny touches Virulius's other hand, you kind of feel a magical aura just wash through you. And you feel as though you're connected somehow to the black ball bunny. What would you like to say? I don't feel or see anything. They're just standing there looking at you without a face. You know, it's just smooth. Um, what do we do next? They kind of bring a finger up to their chin and they scratch it. And then they kind of like are using their hands as if they're trying to talk. And then they're looking at their hands and Virulius. And they're like, eh, eh. and they're like, why isn't it working? Come on. Eh. And they're like struggling to speak. And then you can start to see their face. Their, their faceless face starts to ripple like water and like ferrofluid, like spikes start coming out as if it's like their face is turning into an audio wave. And they're starting to communicate in the best way they can right now with this current connection. Hey, where's my lunch? Now that is frustrating. 
What the heck? Verulius, are you sure you're mediating this well? They speak and they're like, I'm sorry. I don't have the power I once had. It may be a bit fuzzy. It seems very distorted. Uh, Can we try again? Uh, Who are you? What's your name? Uh, What was that sound you were just doing right now? If I had to put this in the simplest of detective terms, I'd say... (laughs) What's your relationship status? What? It's complicated. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? (laughs) Oh, this is great. Um, I don't understand. What? Ferulius, we need a better connection. Can I, can I strengthen you somehow, maybe? You could try, but I'm doing everything I can. You might want to go quick as well with your questions. Because I don't have enough power. It takes a lot to bridge this gap. Well, can you take some power from me or something? Uh, Like, can you do that? Absorb some power? Here. Give me those spell slots. How many do you want to sacrifice for time? For time or signal strength? Most likely time. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'll I'll give him like three spell slots. Okay, what level? Oh, what level? Uh, Um, three level two spell slots. You feel it's like your arm is draining as the magic is being consumed into Verulius. And you can, you can feel it. And the black ball bunny like shakes her head uh, and they look at you and they point at you. And as they're pointing at you, they say, As a result, Check. the attic is always my favorite place to hide things. I've got special abilities that will help with Dangered by a lethal agent I still don't understand uh, p- Please, if, if you had to give me one message, what, what would it be? I, I, I probably can't ask you much with it, you know, going over my head But I'm trying to understand, who are you? Or even beyond that, just what what do I need to know from our our meeting right now. They kind of are like, sh- like expressing their hand in a circular motion, being like, "It's kind of like this." It's it's hard to say like what you specifically need to do, and he's trying to find the words, and then he speaks. Hobart Ashanti. Yo ho ho. If we found some treasure, some treasure would be fine. But if we fail, say your will and try another time. 
honey, I'm home early from work. But dear, you've only been gone five minutes. Well, it's because I wanted to give you one last smooch before I headed off to work. No other reason. It's because you lost your keys again, isn't it? <laughs> of course not. But if you've seen them, I wouldn't mind knowing where they are. They're upstairs where they always are. Well, isn't that interesting? I'm going to go use the upstairs bathroom for no obvious reason. What am I to do with you? I still, I still don't understand. Uh, uh, what do you want from me? Is can can I do anything right now? It's kind of like thinking how to express it more. It's kind of stamping its feet. It's like, don't you get it? Like this is like, how aren't you getting this? Like uh, something, something about a key upstairs. Is, is there an upstairs? As you say that, as you say that. They speak, and they say, Yes, sir! Okay, so there's, there's a key upstairs. Norman, go upstairs. I, I'm, I need to learn more from, from, from this being here. There's, there might be something we need upstairs. Do you, can you find a way? They, they, shake, they shake their head as you say that, and they say, No, I just want to say hello! Does it, need, does it need to be me, then? Does it need... To be me? They kind of look and they're like, they make the key shape with their finger and they're like, point at you and then they point at themselves like they're holding out their hands and then they're bringing it back to themselves and then they say, I am a proud postman. I will deliver your packages no matter how far, no matter where. I will bring them to you, the people. Um, oh jeez, uh, you can get me the key from upstairs? You, you're, you can get something from me? You're the mailman? They kind of like shrug and they're kind of like motioning with like, keep going, keep going with your reasoning. Ugh, I'm the worst at this. I'm not good with puzzles. Mm. Um, I'm sorry. I, I'm just lost. I, I... I'll do anything uh, just to understand. Like, help me out. Uh, like, I something about keys, delivering something. I'm not sure. They kind of sigh, and they're like, essentially, they're like, good job. And they put their hand on your shoulder, and they say... Go on and take it, Joey Young! Keep climbing, keep, keep climbing. 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 Now, I don't know about you, 
and I could stare at the sun for hours. Um, yeah, it's not something about climbing, and then to the point where, like, he, the person was looking at, like, a sun? Uh, is there, is, Seth, is there any, like, staircase in this room that seems like it goes up? There doesn't seem to be a staircase. Are we at, like, the top, presumably at the top of this castle or something? Yeah, you could probably figure that, um, or, or reason that out. Um, and they also said, hell no, when, when you mentioned about, like, going upstairs and getting something. I don't know what this thing wants for me. Like, and I don't really want to break the link here, but I feel like we've run out of voice clips, maybe. Um, it's, Norman, it's something about, about going up or something upwards. And, and I don't know, there's like a key up there, either like I'm, partially a key or something or the, or the the as as you say you're partially a key they speak and say yes, sir. and as you're as he's saying that uh, as you're saying like you upstairs something attic something key you partially being a key uh, he seems to be pleased with that answer uh and then he looks at you and he taps his wrist like it, there would be a watch and he like circles it as he's like a time away a time away what does that mean like we're running out of time is that what that means like- not that he's just running out of time he's trying to describe like whatever it is will not happen soon or that he doesn't oh. expect it soon oh. so i'm some sort of key and i'll need to remember that for at a later date is that what you're saying they kind of like shake their hand like kind of <laughs> yeah but but they they point at you zippy and then they port, point to norman and they kind of like point to both of you quickly um and kind of like hits their head like remember remember rem- rem- i think he wants us to remember something he's like remember and then he points at norman Remember me. Uh, remember? Was it... Remember? Was it... Are you, is he... Is the bunny talking about when we found you, like, in that lake? Upside down? They speak up and say... Winner! I, I don't understand. Zip, when did you find me? Um... Uh... It was like... When you, while you were dead, me and Darian were like in a dream and it, it seemed, and the bunny here took us to an area where we could see you just floating in the air, but between a layer of what seemed like water at the time. And then we pulled you through and, and it, it may have helped in your resurrection. We still don't really know. I feel like we should have talked about that by now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we've been really busy. The the black bunny just turns and looks at you, Zippy, and says, Excuse me, do you like monsters? I mean, I, yeah, sure. I, I like them. Okay, good, because I got something to show you. What the fuck? I did it, coach! 
I got into their Hercules boarding school! Shut the fuck up! You didn't do it, I did it! Do you know how much I helped you? You need to learn this, kids! People in life come your way, and they can help you a lot! And you did that, and you used me! You used me to get to where you're going! And that's, that's all I am as a coach! each other's hands, then it's less scary, right? We can cross anything together. Yeah, let me tell you, this bad boy can fit so many fucking valuable items in it. That's one of the biggest perks. And they're pointing at Norman the whole time they're saying that. Why is he pointing at me? So it, se it seems like it's, it's talking about you or and it's talking about monsters it it might be talking about the deep i i think that's what it's talking about and maybe i we can get to the deep that's where we need to go and i i can open the way or something i don't know i'm just pulling at straws here well we know one of the piano keys is in the deep but we know that one of them is also up here somewhere i know that's what we need right now i mean we know we need to get to the deep eventually but what about the piano key that's up here? Where's that? Tell me. Tell us now. You've already told us enough. As you're talking and you're saying the deep and stuff, uh, they give you another. Right, right. It's saying, it's saying you as a vessel, Norman, you can fit a lot of things in yourself. It's either talking about, about, um, you know, whoever's in you, that demon or whatever it is, but maybe more things can fit inside you? I don't know. They respond again. And the, and the, they point at you, Zippy, and then they point at Norman, and their Mickey Mouse glove hand that's free kind of extends and black liquid is dripping, and it turns into holding a suitcase. And it's like, points at itself. It's like, I am you, like, you, me, Norman, suitcase. And then he, like, does a little walk in place. What's a suitcase? <laughs> it's, a th it's a thing you put things in to, to when you're going on travels. Like a big, a business bag of holding. A bag of business Pretty holding. much. But it's saying we all, the three of us need to get in the suitcase? I'm going to look at the bunny, and I'm still holding my head. I'm going to say, is the fact that I'm a hollow person a ticket to the deep somehow? Is that what you're saying? It can't hear you. I, I communicate oh, that. No. Ah, yeah, okay. Is that is that what he's saying? Zippy, Zippy communicates that, um, and they give you another. Yes, sir! I'm going to look at Zippy. But how? Maybe we Maybe if we tried to go to the deep... You'd be the only one who could get in. And we have to, like, Trojan horse or something in. You know what I mean? Like, we'll have to use your body to get through, I don't know, the gates of the deep or something? And maybe we can do that with my dream powers or something? We, we can go inside your thoughts? I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I don't know what I can do anymore. 
they transmorph their suitcase into a key, like a stereotypical key, and then they're like pointing at their chest and like, like key suitcase, and then carry it and and bring it. Are you saying you want us to bring you into the deep? Is that what you're saying? No, I just wanna say hello. <laughs> Are you saying I need to go into the to the suitcase and Norman needs to bring us into the deep? No, I just wanna say hello. I think I'm the suitcase. Is Norman the suitcase? And if we use the key on Norman... Oh, so... So, do we have to find a way to... To... Embody Norman? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it's like, hell no! And it's kind of like stamping its feet in frustration. And, it's, and it, like, points at the ground. And it points upwards. Uh, and then it's like, key, up, key, get key suitcase key walk um and then and then it's just like kind of struggling and it's annoyed and then norman in your chest you feel big heavy hits it's clawing (laughs) it's royce's screaming just norman what's going on you look like you're not well Ooh, i ate some stag earlier and I don't think it's sitting well with me. It feels like it's almost changing structure. Ugh. Are you sure? It's not like what you were before, right? That was pretty dangerous. You you you're, you wouldn't lie to me about that. I'm going to take a shaky breath, and I'm going to take a step up the stairs now just to get a better vantage point of what's going on. I imagine I'm like five, six steps down, uh, and I'm going to say, Zip, you really need to hurry this along. Uh, Royce, he... He's really interested in this crystal in a way that makes me really uneasy. Really uneasy. Wait, so it's not the stake? No, that was some light humor. Uh, I, I thought you could read the room. Sorry. Uh. Um. Okay. Uh. So Norman's the suitcase. I'm the key. Does the key open the suitcase? I don't know. Norman, as you're struggling on the stairs, I want you to roll for control, <laughs> and you have to beat a five. This is oh, going to be a 50, man. a 50, 50. And I will tell you, if you lose here, things are going to change what? a lot. <laughs> but oh. they look at you, they look at you, Zippy, and they're kind of like doing finger walks, finger walks, like towards you. And then they say, Far away, in a distant land beyond civilization, is a city. Untouched by man. Oh, come on! This path is closed off too? You know you could just drive around. Other people seem to be doing it just I'm fine. I'm not going to break the law, Shannon! Uh, I mean, I get it. It seems like the deep... We, we'll have to go in some unconventional way. Like, I, I get that. And then they're kind of shrugging. They're like... Like, they just keep saying no. Well, I don't know. You're making this so complicated. I only know what I'm... Exp- They're pointing up. They're, they they look at you and they see Norman struggling. 
and they're looking at you and they're just yeah, like pointing and you at said, me. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh. you said I couldn't go up. You said no to that. And they're like pointing like, for now, <laughs> like up. But they're like, up, up. The, it's like the one thing they want to get from you is up key, up key, up key. You said there's no key upstairs. Yeah, <laughs> they're like frustrated, <laughs> and and then they they're just like, Ugh. and and with their hand outstretched, they're like wanting a high five. Essentially, they're wanting to like clasp hands. Last time I I did that, you. Y- we, we did the dream thing. Is that what you want to do right now? They they kind of nod and they outstretch their hand. Mm, okay. I have no reason to not trust you, I guess. And I reach for his hand. Or its hand. And you high five. And your hands clap together. And a small sphere. It doesn't expand much, but a small sphere expands between the two of your hands and then fizzles away and it just looks at you and says amazing heart okay class so you guys can see with this balloon when i blow it up now it's filled with potential energy and if i release it through what can you So to make the the bubble better, I have to wiggle my toes and clap my hands. I start doing that. <laughs> so <laughs> wiggle your toes and cover your hands. You can see some sparks are coming. So like when you're hitting your hand against your hand on Verulius, and like small tiny bubbles are coming, um, and they kind of just give a thumbs up with their Mickey Mouse glove. Norman, what did you roll on your roll for control? Before I roll. I feel like this pressure building in my chest and my head, and I just murmur to myself, uh, I was forged in the fires of the Streamhead Desert Sun. I cut my teeth on choir books of teachings dead and gone. And I'm just trying to stay grounded while I roll this die. Five. Oh, no. You fail. <laughs> you needed a six to ten. <laughs> Norman, I think I've almost got it. Zip. Zip, I, I gotta go. Uh, Norman, but I need you. We gotta finish this. We've almost got it. Something suitcase, up, 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 key. And I've almost got my dream stuff coming down. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. And I'm trying to back up the stairs. Wait, Norman, come back. Ugh. I, but I can't separate from... From this whole thing I got going on. Zippy. You see Norman stumbling backwards. Norman, last words? I I can't be here. Zip, st- stay away from me. Stay away? Why? What's the... St- Tell Jezebel she's the only one I ever loved. And Norman falls backwards and lands on his back as he slides down some of the stairs and like rolls and comes to a slide 
at the bottom of the stairs. Wait, I, I let go of the um, of the the link I'm with, and I run over the stairs. Norman, you try to let go, and you can feel your magic. Like you try to let go, and you get your hand gets sucked in. You're like stuck. And you can see as you do that, the r- Black Bunny's face goes like in like static and just and releases like Coco. You can't separate. I can't take it. We need to end it. You can't just rip away. I gotta go though, my friend. You just fell down the stairs. The Black Bunny's looking at you and looks at Norman, and you can see Norman skin starts going obsidian and lava cracks start to show as they're lying on their back on the ground and the black bunny's like panicked and looking at you and realizes you want to be released and also you need to go and it looks at you and gives one last message No, I know, children, it's hard saying goodbye, but don't worry. Summer ended, but we did not. We started something, this thing that we got grew stronger. Each day, we're together. On the way, on I have a feeling we'll talk again real soon. Crazy. Wow. And as they finish saying that, you see rising from the ground. They hit their elbows into the ground and quickly get risen to their feet. And you see and sense Zippy. What's at the bottom of the stairs is not Norman. And you just hear them go, Crystal time. And the black bunny looks at you, Zippy, nods, and puts their other hand over their hand uh, and is like trying to release and tell Virulius to release. And Virulius is like, Yes, okay, it's draining. <sighs> and you can feel it wisps away. And as it wisps away, you turn away, look at demon mode Royce and turn back to the black bunny and it's gone blink Mm. of an eye gone and Virulius slumps back in their chair and Royce starts ascending the stairs staring at you Zippy and is like get out of my way rabbit I got business with the crystal we'll talk soon black bunny cut Darian you're sitting in a dugout and we're at the last inning of the Pyre Pitch game. With all your encouragement that you've done in the past, with everything you've pulled together, rallying the troops, encouraging Apophis and Bradley and the people on the bench, the basement brouhaha's versus the East Wing Windwalkers are at 10 to 10, 10 to 10 oh. Pyres. <clears throat> Even you can tell that's that's very close. <laughs> and you can see they've just brought the flea flame out from the pools of water and are starting to build their gorbs. Also, oh no. I'm sure you understood that. 
Oh no, not the, <laughs> the stacking the pyre. Oh no. <laughs> the coach and all the teammates are, are on their feet and you can tell there's about a minute left and it's getting down to the wire. And the coach is just like, oh my God, this is insane. This is insane. We might do it. We might do it. And they're like shaking you, Darian. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it looks good. They're building a really faster Bradley faster Build it. Come on up office. I've only got one arm, but just put everything into it. You can do it guys build the pyre build the <laughs> corpse. What is this thing build it build it? You you can see a pops and Bradley are at this little ball of like twigs that they're like tying together and Bradley is like Okay, and he's like wiping sweat off his forehead Office. I'll hold that there. Let's tie this twig. Tie this. Oh, somebody's coming. Hit them with a bat. Yeah, you on it? Yeah. And they just knock somebody back with a baseball bat and they go flying back. He's like, okay, build, build, build. That, I wish you had two arms. Bradley, you've been training your whole life for this. You've got it. What do you want to do to encourage them to win this game? What's your What's your ace in the hole? What, what's the one thing you want to do to support them to see if you can win this game? Uh, I'm gonna just call out and say, Apophis, we didn't get to finish the last tournament, but see, this is your tournament of Ganala. And Bradley, do it for Paige. Roll, roll performance or persuasion, I'll let you choose, with advantage. (gasps) Yes. (laughs) I was hoping the Paige call out would really, would really help that. Okay. Uh... Okay, and uh, that's a 17 plus one. Uh, I'm going to go with, I mean, it's the same on performance and persuasion. So it's a persuading performance of uh, of an 18 total. You see Apophis is fending off two other players that are coming to try and get the Gorb and attack Bradley. And as you say, Terma Ganala didn't finish. You see his one arm's muscle just bulges and tears the wetsuit a little bit. He's like, you're right. <laughs> I didn't get to show my stuff. And then Bradley building the gorb as you say, as soon as you say the P word, <laughs> you see his eyes all of a sudden flash green for a second and then dim. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> and he just goes, oh shit. And then and then he starts like building it like nuts and he's like yes page for page and, and Apophis is like the home run baby and he hits it with a bat and like the people go like uh, just stricken across the field they go flying like 60 feet from the baseball swing and you see Bradley is just building this ball like a machine and then he's like done and then he's like Apophis tail and you can see Apophis still kind of like has like human legs in the suit because his tail is like bunched out but his tail like rips out of the back like slides across the ground like it's like cutting the ground and makes like a little dirt divot and you see Bradley quickly puts some sticks in it blows strikes this flint real quick makes a little fire gets it flaming the gorb is lit and they just go running and and they're like up Apophis and Apophis drops the bat uses one arm catches Bradley and throws them across the field. And everybody in the Pirate Pitch Stadium is just like, oh my God, as they see like a, ha- like a half court jumps, like Space Jam dunk with this flaming ball, like flying across the field. And everybody's like, oh, 
as they're watching him go. And just as he's getting there, he throws it and it's flaming down and you can see the the goal like the the goalie acting goalie and other players are trying to dive into the air to block this lit gorb going towards their pyre and they dive and they're too late as it flies through smashes into their pyre ignites it and you see a giant magic uh, a, a magic imaged um, illusion in the sky of a scoreboard just goes ding 11 to 10 basement brouhaha's as the timer the buzzer just hits and bradley falls to the ground and everybody in the dugout yourself and the coach rush onto the field and they're they're grabbing the players and they're celebrating and bradley and apophis turn to you darian and like oh shit man we did it and bradley's like i can't believe it I did it! I, I won my first Pyre Pitch game! I've been playing for so long! Yeah. Bradley, you did it! Apophis, you did it! I can't... Look, I understood maybe 30% of that, but that was the... That's one of the greatest things I've seen in a long time! You did it! And I, I, I put Bradley on my shoulder, and I start chanting, Bradley! 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 And everybody's cheering, they're like, Bradley! Bradley! Uh, and uh, uh, Pepper like comes out of your your little baby pouch in the front and is like circling up and like sitting on top of uh, Bradley's head now like ch- chanting as well and everybody's like Bradley, Bradley, and a wizard comes down on a magic broom with a like a, a thaumaturgy in their hands cupped to to use it as a microphone and they're yelling out congratulations to the basement brujas. For winning their first ever St. Alexandria Academy Final Pyre Pitch Championship! And everybody just cheers. And they're like, but that said, that means tomorrow we will have the entire Basement Brouhaha team going to the Wizard King's Castle to personally regain the cup, the chalice, the house cup. And also speak with the king himself. These basement Bruaha players sure are lucky. Let's hear it one more time. And, and everybody's cheering. Um, and, and everybody's excited. And, and Bradley is just like in, living in the moment. Apophis too. But it sounds like because your team won, they're gonna be getting some special access into the Wizard King Castle tomorrow. Uh, you get an audience with the king. I pull Apophis and Bradley close and I go, guys, you did it. You you got us an audience with the king. This is amazing. We this just this just turned out way better than I thought it was going to. I've been I mean, I've been here way longer than I intended to be. I just Oh my gosh, I've been trying to get back to the ship. What have I been what have I been doing? But this is great! This worked out super well. That almost never happens for me. This is awesome. Great job, guys. Great job. I'm sure nothing else could go wrong after this. The coach comes over and says, I I underestimated you both. That was incredible. Pyre pitch playing. And you, and he points to you, Darian. I don't care about the refunds anymore. I'll eat the costs. This was worth it. Now, all of us, we must celebrate tonight. 
Meet us at Whimsy World. We'll meet at the Wild Whale Bar on the Whimsy World Island. Come, we'll meet and drink the night away. Yes, that uh, that sounds amazing. After after sundown, then. Yes, of course. <laughs> this, <laughs> well, this evening, I don't day drink. Yeah, <laughs> I un- I understand. You're you're a coach. You gotta you gotta bear Whatever. That sounds that's that sounds great. We'll we'll do our best to meet you there. Fantastic. See you tonight. Bradley, Bradley, Bradley and Apophis. And Apophis is like, I got one too. Yeah, hell yeah, I got it in the chat. <laughs> Sorry, it's hard to switch between two names. I didn't I didn't mean to kind of exclude you from that. You did amazing, Apophis. But look, I Okay, now that that's that's wrapped up, we got that audience. That's amazing. We need to Look, we got to get back to the ship. We got to regroup. We've been we've been separated for a while and things are getting a little dicey. So, look, we need to head back. I'm just I'm going to try and contact the guys on our way there, okay? Let's go. Yeah, let's go! And Bradley's on your shoulders as you walk back to the locker rooms to exit the stadium. I pull out my walkie-rockie just while we're walking and uh, just kind of doing another quick shoulder check. Um, and I just go, Randy, Zippy, Norman, I, if you can hear me, uh, I got us. I know you've been running into some barriers, but... I got us an audience with the king. We have a, we have some championship champion pirate pitch players in our midst, and we've got an audience with Verulius. We can meet him tomorrow. And you hear Randy clicking, like, "Are you serious? What? I had to pull so many connections, and you just get it like first day? Nobody around here gets to meet Verulius. What are you talking? Oh man, Zippy, uh, Norman, I, let's meet at the ship quick." We gotta get this plan going if we're gonna get out of here with the key. And Zippy and Norman aren't responding. Daz? Zippy? Hello? Zippy, are you okay? Norman? Guys, what's... Guys, what's going on? And there's just radio silence. And that's where we're going to take a break. What is up, cheapskates? It's Jacob from the podcast. Nice to hear from you, especially in August. Happy August, everyone. Um, And I mean, especially happy August to us as well. We uh, just hit our third year anniversary, which we're incredibly excited about. And uh, we're going to be sharing some stuff this month about maybe some fun things we might do for our third anniversary. But um, we just want to first and foremost thank everyone who's kind of been listening to us. And uh, over the course of these three years or even just recently, it's kind of incredible. We're still seeing people who are listening to the first season right now and sending us messages and stuff just how much they're enjoying it. And it's just like it feels like it's been like a long time ago for us, but it's just like... It's always nice to remember and feel like, you know, we've been on this creative journey for so long and it's just been nothing but fun times this this whole time. So, no, thanks for everyone supporting us for so long, um, especially uh, people who, you know, fund us through Patreon and everything. I, I mean, I'll plug Patreon here and just say, you know, thanks to those who fund us monetarily as well. We're a listener-supported podcast, so we don't do a whole ton of ads on these mid-rolls here so we can just speak directly to you. 
Um, and it's because of those who, you know, fund us. And that's why our audio has gotten better through the past, you know, little while. It's because of amazing supporters. And I'll just give a few shout outs as well to our to our top level supporters. There's four, can you believe four people right now who support us on the top tier on Patreon, which is Randy, Camden, Brandon, and Old Timer. You guys, like... Uh, some people have said our most recent episodes have been uh, really good audio wise and just like editing wise and that's completely because of you guys who support us just in amazing ways and uh, and yeah if you if you want to find out how to support us more you can always check out our Twitter Facebook Instagram Reddit we even do some TikToks sometimes and yeah you can just find us at cheaper by the dungeon there um, I'll make this short and just say thanks guys for the incredible eight years and we'll continue talking to you and telling great stories. Thanks. Bye. And we're back. And we're going to start with Norman and Zippy. Or should I say Royce and Zippy? As Zippy. You're standing next to the comatose king now. And you see ascending the stairs. With just this overly menacing look. And these elongated horns. Is this demon mode version of your former friend. Because you can tell what's in there isn't Norman right now. (laughs) So you're the one who is embodying my friend, huh? What? This is my body. Then how come I've never met you? <laughs> it, it, it looks like that one guy that sucked through. He's like, yeah, why hasn't he met me yet? Why have I been in there for so long? I'm not here to discuss things. Well, neither am I. Which is why you need to leave and bring Norman back. Not happening, Zippy. Do you know what's standing behind you? Yeah, that crystal. I heard you were mentioning something about it, huh? Yes. And it's housing souls that are rightfully mine. Rightfully yours. I am going to take them back. Who are you to just kind of own everyone around you? You try to own Norman and now all these souls? Who do you think you are? I am... The king of the deep. I'm the ruler of the underworld. And everyone who perishes is under my domain. Wall of stone immediately goes up uh, between me and and him. Wall of stone. How high can that go? Uh, um, it's ten, 10 foot by 10 foot. And it's six inches thick. You're making it go ten feet and uh, expanding. It's not fully covering the crystal, but it looks like it's kind of baiting uh, Royce, as if like you're kind of being like, "I'll protect the crystal. I'll get it through," and almost taunting him in a in a passive way. He's like, "You think that wall could stop me? Get out of here!" You hear charging as. What the move you saw before that attack is going to hit your wall. How how much health does the the wall have? 
a, a lot. Like, don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it can't be damaged in breach. Each oh, each panel has an AC 15 and 30 hit points per inch of thickness. And there's six inches. Okay. You hear it charging up. I'm giving Norman time also to try and figure this shit out. Ooh, it explodes into the wall, dealing... Royce, Roy, uh, Royce in control has better uh, damage than Norman in control. Of course. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. That is 95 damage. Ooh. Boom! <laughs> you see psh, the shrapnel everywhere of the wall, but it doesn't fully penetrate through this thick-ass stone. <laughs> but it leaves a crater. And you just hear... Royce go looking at his hand disappointed and he's just like <sighs> still getting used to this husk alright and he's taking more steps up the stairs Norman you have a chance to roll for control I almost don't want to to see what happens <laughs> <laughs> what do I gotta beat here Seth uh, you have to beat a 5 so any, a 6 or higher okay Oh, <laughs> I've never been so afraid to roll. Eight. Oh my god! Finally, you see, oh. demon mode starts kind of peeling off as Royce kind of like stumbles, and now you're in control. You're like demon mode is starting to shed. Norman, you're in control for a turn. What would you like to do? I say, holy crap! I can't believe I did that. Uh, strand. Is strand around. Strand unfurls from your backpack. I don't even bother looking inside the backpack to see what he's eaten. Okay. I grab on him and I say, get me out of here now. You start flying and it starts carrying you up and it's starting to carry you through through the air. You're kind of going up in the air. Zippy, you're behind the wall of stone and you hear Verulius reach out and go, Coco. I don't know what's happening, but I'm going to fall asleep. Did you hear what you needed to, to go beyond the plains? Well, right now, old man, I'm just trying to protect the crystal while freaking demon edgelord or whatever is on the other side. But I think I got it, at least a little bit. Uh, Something key, suitcase, up, up, and away. Coco... Here, reach out your hand. Uh, I, I walk over while maintaining concentration on the wall and, uh, and re- hold out my hand. He puts his hand on yours and you feel a little magical burst as a glyph, like a ward, is magically transposed onto your paw. And he's like, down in the castle there is a statue of me place that in my on my tongue on the statue and it will lead you to my vault grab the notes it has everything I know on the black ball if you need to contact him again get that just keep it safe 
I don't know how much longer I have. Keep the crystal safe. Bring it beyond the plains, please. Um, I'll do that. You you actually helped me a lot, so I feel like I owe you at least something. And he just slowly nods off. Have a good sleep, King Berulius. You've earned it. Norman, you are going to leave the room. You have enough movement. You want to burst through the door? I I want to fly to the door, and I, and right before I go through it, I want to say, Zippy, I can't be here. I have to go. We have to go. I'm, I have to get to a vault downstairs, too. You need to control yourself and, and just get out of the far away from the crystal as possible. Well, are we going in the same direction? Come on, come with me. You have a carpet, too, right? Yeah, but I also have this. And I have the uh, the uh, doorknob that I haven't used in a while. And if, if I put it on... <laughs> I forget how we determined this last time. But if I put it on the floor, can I go through? Uh, it depends how thick the floor is. Come over here first. I don't want to get any closer to that thing. I'm down here. Come down here. Uh, it's too dangerous for me to go closer to you. I have, I can't... I'm sorry, Norm, but I can't trust you until you get as far away from the crystal as possible. There's too much riding on it. So you want to leave the room while I'm potentially not being supervised by you. All right. Uh, to deep with it. Zip, I'll, I'll see you back at the ship. Okay, just get yourself under control. That's not fair, and I leave the... You burst out of the room, these large doors slamming through on your carpet. Strand immediately is like in the next room. It seems to be just a straight hallway to a spiral staircase at the end, this elaborate staircase. And you can see you're kind of on, um, it's like a, 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 a skywalk, like there's windows here and it goes to another part of uh, a thin tower because this wizard castle is lots of like multiple thin towers going straight up. So you break out and you see there's two wizard guards there, two bullywogs, and they're like, what the? How the blue? How does it get in there? And as you're flying in the hallway, in the, in this like skywalk just outside the wizard king's throne room, Norman, you feel a pounding in your chest, clawing, and you just hear, no! No, Royce is incredibly frustrated that you're leaving the crystal. Roll for control. <laughs> All right. Oh man. Eight again! <laughs> yes! You feel it suppress as your demon mode is fully shedding, but you can tell he's still clawing. You're out there. Zippy, you're still in the throne room. What do you want to do? Stay behind the wall? What do you want to do? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I trust Norman enough to, to, like, find the closest window he can and just jump right out of it. And, uh, okay. And, and so I'm gonna, tr- so I, I'm not, I'm feeling better about leaving the crystal room. And I, I know we kind of have to get out of here before, you know, guards arrive or whatever. So I, I can, I, I'm gonna try to use the doorknob I have to, um, to try and just go right down. And cause he said, it, he said it was down below us, right? His little, his little, uh, vault room. Yeah, he said it was down in the castle, regardless where that is. It's a very large castle, and you're at the tippy top. 
Um, but you, as you put your uh, doorknob on the floor, you can tell it's too thick. It's too thick, at least at the top of the stairs here. I ring up Darian. Ding, ding, ding. You hear, you notice now that that conversation was going on with uh, Randy. It was like at your hip and it was staticky, but you were, you and Norman were so focused on the current events that you misheard it. But you hear the static and you just hear them being like, Zippy, Norman, Norman. And then finally, Zippy, you answer the call. Darian, is that you? Oh, yeah, Zip. Oh, it's good to hear your voice. I got some good news. I I got us an audience with the with the king. Where uh, where are you? That. Is everything okay? Forget everything. You, there's no way whatever you're doing is anywhere near as important as what I'm doing right now. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. That's uh, kind of a that's kind of mean, but okay. <laughs> I need you to get the ship, and I need you to bring it all the way to the top of the castle. That seems like it's going to cause a lot of bad attention. Is everything okay? It's going to go from bad to worse, Darian, and you're going to... You, and if, if we don't... If you're not at our escape route, I don't know how else we're going to escape. Because me, me and Norman are at the top of this freaking castle, and, and he's in the middle of going demon mode or something, and... And I've got this soul crystal to deal with, to protect, and or else it all goes to shit. We need you, Darian. I, I need like a montage or something of you, you getting over here. <laughs> what? What the hell is happening over there? Did, did you say Norman's lost control? Yeah, but he got it back. But uh, I don't know. It could. It, it's we. I don't know with him anymore. He. He doesn't. It doesn't seem like he knows how to control it properly. Wait, and, and you're you're already in the you're already in the castle then. Yeah, I mean, there's like random paintings or stuff around. It, Norman showed me how to do it. I don't know, but but we're up here and 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 we just need you to come get us. Okay, um, okay, I'm on my way. Randy, hey, Zippy! Zippy, I won a game! I won a game! Get, check it out! Well, Brad, I guess you can't see. It's a rock. But I won something! Bradley, shut up for a second. Randy, did you catch all of that? Yeah, I heard it. I'm heading back to the, the, the airship now. I'll meet you there in ten. Oh, double time. All right. Apophis, Bradley, and I take Bradley off my shoulders and go, We gotta move. Things are about to get real bad. And you start sprinting through the locker room, out the stadium across the ethereal bridge to the main Jadu island where your airship is parked i didn't see that coming norman you are in the hallway there's windows stained glass windows to your left and right on this skywalk that extends from this one tower to this other tower that has a staircase spiraling down where do you want to go Okay, first things first, I cast calm emotions on the guards as I pass. I say, everything's fine. Just relax. I'm the entertainment. Okay, roll. Okay, they roll a charisma saving throw. DC 17. You'd think the king would have better guards. They fail. Uh, nice. <laughs> they kind of go, oh, what? Uh, visitor. Probably a friend. Eh, it's okay. Yeah, Veruli's and I go way back. He's great. Uh, and I'm going to... How far is the door at the end of this hallway? Uh, it's just a, a spiral staircase that goes down, uh, but you can see it, it's about like 20 feet off until the staircase starts going down. Um, oh. 
Man. And windows I... to your left and right if you want to smash out. Oh, man. I I don't know if I'm brave enough to do that. <laughs> okay, Strand, you, you got me. Okay. Uh, and I, I lower my head to put my horns first, and I ram through a window on the left. And, and I... You turn, breaking out. Stained glass window shards start falling as they're glistening through the sky. You can see the sun is starting to set in the distance. You're flying out. Do you want to just, like, go away? Are you trying to go down the tower? Like... I go... I basically... Uh... Like in Treasure Planet, when he just free falls on his board, I'm basically doing that, trying to get as much distance, like at, at fall speed, but with with the with strand under me still. You're starting to fall and try and free fall as fast as you can. You can see circling around these thin towers are other towers that seemingly like disconnect, and they rotate, floating through the air and connect at other sections of the towers. It's like it's like there's moving pillars around you. As you're falling, you hear Roll for control. Get out of there. Five. (gasps) Demon mode ignites. And Strand starts to catch slightly on fire. Oh my god. Strand is catching slightly on fire, but they pat themselves out. And you just see Royce stares up and he realizes you're free falling. He jumps off of Strand, grabs onto one of the moving pillar tower's sides and starts throwing himself up with his super strength, flying up the side of these towers, hopping from one to the other to get back to that skywalk that you just burst out of. He's going and jumping and clawing his way up. Darian. Oh. You're running through the clouds I'm at, or through the crowds of people that are leaving the stadium I imagine you're probably even like casting Zephyr Strike on yourself to move a little quicker I would um, if I had any yeah. spell slots left <laughs> never mind you um, you were like I really would like Zephyr Strike right now but I don't have it but you're running through and then as you're running you see on the mainland running through the crowds as well is mini mini Randy since he's been made smaller and he's running he's like Darian Darian let's go Bradley, Apophis, move! Come on! And you catch up with Randy, and the four of you are running, and you get to the airship. James isn't on the top deck, and um, you can see that he's just, nobody's on the deck right now. They might be below, um, but you're on the airship. What do you want to do? Um, are there any like guards nearby that would be like kind of noticing the commotion? Uh, there's no guards that are really taking notice of you running through the crowds. Uh, they don't really care about that. Um, that's, that's pretty low. And all the guards are actually right now pretty preoccupied with the farm. Uh, so all of them are over there. Well, that works to our advantage, actually. Um, okay, if it doesn't look like there's any guards around or anybody listening, I'm just going to start calling out for James. They're like, James? James, where are you? I need you on the top deck right now. You're on the ship? All you see are just a ton of mazes, unless you say the password. What's the password? What's the password, Darian? Come, uh, come listen to the tale. I know. Uh, whatever. And not close enough. Yeah, off know. key, <laughs> off key. Uh, come listen to the tale. I know. Better. <laughs> Maze disperses. You hear all of them sing that song as it disperses. 
um, and you're yelling and you're yelling for James. James comes above deck and he's like, "What's wrong with the commotion, Darian? I also have something to tell you, but wait, wait, what's what's going on?" Uh, I. Un- unless someone's dying, it's not important right now. We gotta take off now. We gotta get to the castle. Uh, okay, um, but listen, uh, there's uh, something with Robin I should mention, but uh, okay, okay, I'll start it up. I can see it's urgent. Look, tell me as we're taking off, we gotta move. I think, I, th- I think we're just being us, and I think things are just going to shit at the castle right now. We gotta get there, and we gotta get, we gotta get Zippy and Norman out of there. Norman's struggling. Let's go. Cut. To Zippy. Zippy, you're still next to the king. The king is now asleep. You can tell they're not dead, but they are fast asleep. Snoring slightly. Alright, um... Now that Norman's gone... I gotta get to that vault and get that piano key while... while, And get it before Darian comes here. It has to be a quick exit. See you, king. And, And thanks again. Hope you have a good sleep. And I rush over to the painting, and I'm going to try and find a painting that looks like a vault room. Uh, Okay. You hop into the Pride Rock painting, and you're searching, and you see left, and you see right, and there's different paintings. Uh, One abstract, another also abstract. You can't really remember clearly which abstract painting you exited from and which one you entered but you're searching and you're going to try and travel through the paintings. But roll a perception check with advantage because it's using your ears. Um, with advantage, that's a 13 plus 4, so a 17. You hear a slam. And you see turning around. You can't see beyond your wall because it's blocking the view. But you can see some red light is emanating from the entrance as Royce has returned to the to the skywalk there after climbing up the tower. You can see the two Kambalua guards are just like, what? Dude, <laughs> chill out, man. And you just see both fists of Royce smash into their faces, pulverizing them oh, into the walls. Man as blood drips from his fists as these two bullywugs fall to the ground, dead. And he starts walking into the room. Royce, staring up at the crystal. Norman. Yeah? Roll for control. (laughs) Oh, uh, seven. Seven? Yeah. Oh my god, Ooh, back flush. You start you look at your hands, they're bleeding. They're 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 not bleeding from your blood, but the bullywug's blood. Your demon mode is starting to cripple and, and chunk off. Zippy. Oh. You run back into the room and you can see Norman there. Norman. You're standing there at the entrance again. Strand is nowhere near you right now. They were left outside. What do you want to do? Norman, get the hell out of here! What the heck are you doing back here? <laughs> I say, I'm on it, I'm on it! And I want to back up towards the window. I look at the blood on my hands, and I scream, Aah! and I press my good hand against my face, 
as I back up towards the broken window, I take a deep breath. Hold on. How high up is this? Very high. Like 300 feet high. Okay. Under my breath, I'm just going to say, Strand, I really hope you're out there. And I want to push my hand on my face, and I want to cast Modify Memory on myself. Modify Memory? Not with the Mind Muggers Mitts. This is a spell I know. Mm-hmm. I want to attempt to reshape another creature's memories. One creature that uh, you can see, so I'll let you decide whether or not I can do this, must make a wisdom saving throw. Um, on a failed save, the target becomes charmed by you for the duration, and then I can change its memory up to the last 10 minutes. No, within the last 24 hours. And it, the memory can take 10 minutes of time. And I want, if I succeed, it's a spell save 17 I want to give it I want to give Royce the memory that the crystal he shattered the crystal and has walked away roll for control okay four oh no you're starting to cast this memory shaping magic as you fall backwards out the window. And you're starting to cast. You're like, come on, can I do it? Can I do it? But Demon Mode goes, cancels your spell immediately. And Royce reaches out, catches himself on the window frame, pulls himself back into the room and just goes... Nice try, kid. I'm not your son. (laughs) And turns to the crystal room and starts sprinting. Every move just like super running. Zippy, you see this demon is pouncing towards (laughs) the wall and the crystal. What would you like to do? Uh, another wall of stone. I I can do another one. Goes up. It goes up, and you just see Royce jumps, super jumps in the air over top of the wall, and you just see his hand is starting to charge as he's mid air. And while that while that happens, I'm going to uh, create water. Uh, the level one spell and create uh, just like a sh- just like a bunch of water on the floor, just just like a little little puddle essentially. And and I'm standing beside the. Am I how close am I to the crystal? I would imagine you're right where you were before, like beside Verulius. So like very close to the crystal. Yeah, I want to go even as close to the crystal as I can. Um, can I whis- uh, can I whisper in <laughs> Verulius's ear? Just like let the little little bubble he has around it down for a second so I can walk through or something so I can get closer to the you know because he has that like shield around it can I get closer to the crystal roll persuasion or arcana I'll let you I'll let you decide um I'm gonna I'm gonna use persuasion I have to save I have to save the crystal 
It's either it gets destroyed or or I try something. I rolled persuasion and I got a 12 plus 8. So 20. King Vorlius, please. It's Coco. Let down the crystal shield. It's time. Okay. So after hearing that, Verulius slumps further into their chair, into a deeper sleep, as they just mutter, Okay, Coco. And the crystal is being released from the magic and is slowly starting to fall to the floor. Oh, I just wanted it for a split second. <laughs> like, how, how quickly is it going to fall and hit the floor? I mean, gravity. <laughs> Actually, I just wanted it to like let me in for like, a second. Like it, you have a you have a moment before it does, but once this freaking the, the guy film is fully... lets me like like he just destroys his life's work after I just be like, hey, can you put this down for a second? Okay, <laughs> I run over, create water uh, immediately so that I can feel it on my feet, <laughs> and. I close my eyes, I, this thing is probably falling. I close my eyes, and I'm just going to breathe in. Come on, Sippy Westboro. You can do it. And then I clap. And I want to create a, the, the dream sphere around this crystal. You clap, and you hear the Kaiser Cannon charging. Cut to Darian. Darian, <laughs> you guys are lifting off in the airship, going and flying towards the Wizard King's tower. You're looking over the edge through the wall, uh, through the windows on the sparrow, and you can look over and you can see there's a lot of action at the farm still. There's a lot of like guards and grooms. Almost all of them are over there. There's much less traffic of like people flying on carpets in the air and everything right now. Uh, because all the guards are at the uh, the farm. James turns to you, Darian, and says, Darian, uh, about what happened when you guys were left, I'm sure you got up to no good, but I uh, had a breakthrough. With Robin? Yes. I want to tell you because I, I need everybody on the same page because I lied. And, and told her Crit said she could come out. And I, I, I forged a letter. It was way simpler than I thought it would be. That, that, well, what did you learn? Nothing. She's just out now, and she was kind of hungry, and so I made her a meal, and I'm slowly trying to get her to talk. She's still quite quiet, but she she's at least out and, and talking now. Well, that's, uh, that's something... Good work, but uh, I think we're going to need all of our attention right now. We're about to fly right through the city, and uh, they weren't fans of our first approach. I'm assuming they're probably not going to be fans of this one, so stay alert, but good work. Randy comes in the room, um, the helm's room, and and is like, Das! Oh man, okay, this is going to put a huge target on our back, but there's probably wizard guards everywhere over there or something, but... But it seems... Actually, this may be the perfect time. They're all over there. Why the hell are they over there? Okay. Um, 
let's just do this quick, okay? I, I got some cred around here, but I can't stretch it that far. Yeah, I think with, uh, with what we're doing, Randy, I don't think, uh, I don't think that street cred's gonna get us anywhere. I think, uh, I think we're gonna be making, making haste to this place. Let's just, let's get the guys out of that keep and let's get out of here. Come on, James, punch it. Cut. Zippy, you clap and you feel like, are you just clapping? (laughs) Just clap. What else can I do? <laughs> Scream at the same time? Have you have you learned nothing? Oh, and I w- <laughs> and I wiggle my toes and like in my ears and my fingers. <laughs> I wiggle everything. Your little tail. You can feel this is straining you. Before when you did it, you were conscious for a bit. Uh, before you fell asleep, but as soon as you do this, you can feel woozy as if you're starting to fall asleep. But a bubble expands around the room, covering the front of the throne, Verulius and the crystal in its entirety. The Kaiser cannon is charging. They shoot it at the crystal. What do you want to do? I, I just, I dream a dream that only... Zippy could think of, I want to miniaturize the crystal into like a a little crystal you can hold in your hand. You can see. Crack. Crack. As it starts shrinking. It doesn't break. And it, but I understand it's still falling, and so I, if you let me roll, I want to throw my bucket of holding. Or the bucket of never-ending water, and I want to try to catch it in the bucket because it's probably falling away from me. <laughs> Roll acrobatics. Oh shit! Yes, that's a nineteen <laughs> plus three. That's a twenty-two. I didn't think that would work. I hope that you works. Throw <laughs> you throw the bucket, and you hear. Like a little drop of water, bloop, as it goes in your bucket. And the Kaiser Cannon shoots and blasts past the painting. It like it hits the the corner of the painting, shattering the painting of Verulius behind you, uh, cutting that image from reality so it looks like a blank wall and bursts through the back wall. And <laughs> Tarion, as you're flying, you just see at the back of the Wizard King's Keep. Just as the wall, the back wall has a hole busted through it. The painting is shut down. But Darian, you're starting to fly up. You're getting closer. You're punching it. You're getting closer. You're getting closer. Um, And you can see the Skywalk Bridge there. Is that where you want to park? So Darian not being able to like totally see what's happening in the room but seeing the blast and knowing like he's, he's gotta get in there he uh, uh he turns back and calls up to James and goes move closer to the skywalk uh, on it okay and he starts turning the ship getting closer to the skywalk cut Norman Royce they land right near the throne and Zippy, you're behind it, losing consciousness with your bucket just there beside you, not spilling water. 
and and you're just kind of lying on the floor, as you said, and you can hear them turning the corner as you see a hand clasp the throne and they're coming behind and you just hear, What did you do? Where is the crystal? And as you see coming behind is Royce staring at you, Zippy. Anything you want to say before you lose consciousness? Get the hell away from me. I... Norman's way cooler than you. <laughs> wow. And you fall asleep. Oh, I got you. <laughs> and Royce just goes, Well, that moron must be on his person somewhere. Which means I just gotta kill all of them. And you see he raises his fist back, charged. It's like burning his fist as he's going to just punch Zippy right in the chest. Norman. Don't make Roll me. for control. <laughs> Four. Again. Boom! <laughs> Zippy gets destroyed. The ground craters. Virulia slumps out of his throne. Boom. He does. <laughs> this is bad. 83 damage. Zippy, are you still uh, conscious? Like, what, like, like, would you... Do you still have any HP left? You said 83. I should have, like, two two health points then, eh? Two health points. You have two health points? Man, I thought Royce was intimidating, but he can't even one-shot somebody. Man, what? Can't even one-shot a sleeping rabbit. Zippy ain't no regular rabbit, man. It's because... There was a little bit of Norman that just slipped through right before he punched. <laughs> Honestly, probably. You see your chest concaves. Your spine snaps back <laughs> as you just get absolutely pummeled down. And blood just Spurts out of you like a pinata. The bucket tips over and flies into a wall and tips over and slowly pouring water out as it's on its side. And you see they raise their bloodied fist and they go with their other arm, charging to do another punch. But Darian, you land on the ground and you look and you can see in the back, there is just red fire. The, the throne has kind of also like shattered in half so you can see behind it. Um, and you can see a tall Royce is looking to punch the ground. You can't see Zippy behind it, but you tell Royce is going to punch the ground. You're 60 feet away. Seeing the blood splatter, seeing Norman has lost control, Darian is going to assume the worst and sees him raising his fist and go, Norman, don't do it, no! And he's going to draw the black bow and take a shot, hoping to at least blind him and distract him from swinging that fist at whatever's in front of him. Roll to hit. The first one was a 17 plus 7 to hit, uh, so 24, uh, and then a 8 plus 7 to hit, so 15. 
Only the first one hits. Okay. Um, well, then you have to make a saving throw. I will make a saving throw. I am certain they save. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Still take uh, damage. Uh, that's the, that's, I mean, it's 10 damage. Um, and you know what? I'm going to add. It's not in, 83. I'm going to add in an extra D of force damage, which is another eight. So 18 total. Um, and Darian's actually going to continue to like run in. Okay. The arrow hits their shoulder and they turn and glance at you as you're running into the room. But they gaze back at Zippy, raising their other fist. Norman, roll for control. All right. <laughs> wow. Man, what the frig? This is the worst die at three. Swap the die. Can, Swap the die. Is this is this not impossible? How can I be rolling so badly? <laughs> it's like I just don't believe it. Charging up their fist. Zippy's body lays below. Seventy-one damage. You're very lucky. That could have completely killed you. Because in order for um, a player to die, it has to be, you know, their health in the negative, essentially, past that. So whatever Zippy's max is, past that in the negative. The fist comes cracking down. Zippy. Now fully unconscious, if they weren't already. Flops over their body mangled you can see Royce is towering over Zippy it's just like where is the crystal he raises both his fists back Darian what do you want to do so Darian using his movement to kind of close the gap he shoots off an arrow to still try and blind Royce and he uses the rest of his movement in that small window as he raises his fist and he's going to sprint in and tackle Royce to try and stop him from being able to to get another hit of, hit, off, hit off on Zippy. So you're just going to full tackle him? Just full spear tackle. This will change things if it succeeds. Um, let's roll a strength contest. Uh, okay, did the air, did the first arrow hit at 16? No. Shoot. <laughs> okay. Um, so. Let's roll. This isn't like a strength saving throw? <laughs> you want me to do a strength saving throw? Okay. I would, I would greatly appreciate that. I'm sure Zippy okay. would too. <laughs> I will, uh, Royce will do a strength saving throw. Royce, I will say mine first. Got a 21. No way. No way. (laughs) Darian got a 14 plus 5. So a 19. How did a 21? I was like, oh, 19. I'm feeling good about that. Oh. You go and spear tackle after shooting a bow, tackling... But you hit it as like a wall. He doesn't move. And you're around his hip trying to push him. And he's, he doesn't even care. You're like a fly to him. 
and with two fists, he looks at Zippy and is just like, Crystal, bring it to me! And Norman, you don't get to roll. What? You failed three times. You failed three times in a row. Wow. Yeah, I did. You don't get to roll for control. Royce has taken over. And Zippy. (laughs) Two fists. Plunge. Into your chest. And Darian, you look down and see Zippy. And can tell. That one. Even the minimum damage. Did him in. And as the fists slam into Zippy, his body, ragdolls, reacting, shattered, broken. And now, dead. The bloodied fists raise again. And he turns to look at you, Darian, and you're filled with fear and anger as Zippy has died to the hands of your friend in demon mode. And Royce just looks at you and says, Now, Darian, you want to help me look for it? Or do you want to end up like Zippy here? Darian, just kind of in shock, looking at Zippy's body. There was a weird bubble aura in the room when Darian ran in. Is that still up or is that dissipated? That's gone. Darian stands up and is looks down as tears start to stream down his face. And he takes a step back and he looks up at Royce. And what Royce sees is just an intense rage across Darian's face. But through the rage you see such heartbreak at the sight of his friend. And from out of his blind eyes, you see the skin slowly change as he turns into summer and becomes a bright gold. And he draws the spectral katana facing Royce and looks at him and says, I am going to save my friends. Norman, I'm, I'm going to get you the fuck out of there. And he steps back and he activates Guile of the Serpent. And you see this green aura shroud his head and with the katana dashes forward, 
for three strikes with the spectral katana. Roll to hit. Uh, 31, 22, and a natural 20. A natural 20, okay. The 22 doesn't hit. The 22 doesn't hit? Not on Royce mode. Not, when, not, not this version. What? What? <laughs> okay. That's bad. Okay. Um, okay. That's uh, 51 damage. You see, you go up and slash and cut, and he bleeds lava, and you can see Royce react to it. He's like, <laughs> and he looks down at his blood, his lava, and he just says, Not bad. But not good enough. And he goes to kick you in your chest. What's your AC? Uh, not high enough. <laughs> I doubt, I highly doubt it. Uh, 16. Boom. You get a foot to the chest as your entire body sinks around it and you go flying towards the sky bridge all the way across the throne room, taking 62 damage. Wow. Is Darian unconscious? Darian has four HP. You go screeching across the ground, feeling death is imminent, and you're flopping and rolling, and you catch yourself near the entrance. And Royce just yells, he's like, This is what the King of the Deep will do to those who stand in his way. And you hear the sparrow sputtering. And you hear Randy go, No, what? Kid, what are you doing? Woof. Hopping onto the skywalk. Darian, you turn around and you see Robin, the skeletal girl, starts walking into the room. She's like, Darian, are you okay? Darian, trying to gather himself for a sec, his vision is hazy. He can he can barely see straight, and you see him cough up blood from getting his rib cage caved in by this divine being's foot. Just is looking around and looks up at Robin's skeletal face and kind of manages to shamble to one knee and just looks at her and says, "It's bad." Wait, Robin, you can... Don't say it. I know what I'm going to do. Royce is parading on the stairs around the throne near Verulius, walking and says, Wait, what is this? You skeleton! Are you not dead? You should not be alive! What illusion is this, Darian? A last ditch effort 
to distract me before I rip you limb from limb? And Robin still just calmly is waddling towards Royce, and Royce starts walking down the stairs to meet her. Yes. Come to me, I'll shatter these bones into dust. What is your name, skeleton? Illusion? Fake? Shut up. What? And you see, she raises her hand and does like a slicing motion through the air, diagonally down. And you can feel... Uh, without rolling for control, Norman, boom! You come into your your eyes, and you can feel your eyes are working, but your mouth is still Royce, and you just hear, What? What just happened? What? Norman, roll for control. You have to beat a three. Okay. A four. <laughs> three times in a row. It starts decreasing and it goes below, below your chin and you have re- control of your mouth again, but you can feel internally Royce is screaming. Norman? Yes? I, I don't usually do this unless I have permission. Do you want me to sever it completely? Your tether to this thing? I look down. I try to look. I, I look at my hands, my bloody molten hands. And I say, Robin, set me free. You're nothing without me. We'll see. You want my power, Norman? I have power enough on my own. You need me. You're giving up your best tool. I don't need you anymore. You're a hollow. And you're nothing now. You're my vessel. No! You feel a weight is lifting from you. And you go back to full Norman mode. And you feel the demon leaving your system. Norman, you know what you did. You know who's behind the throne right now. And you know what their state is, even though you were fully roised out. I, I make fleeting eye contact with Robin. Like the, like the briefest of nods just to acknowledge, hey, I'm who you want me to be. I can't look at Darian. I glance as I turn around. I would go to walk behind the throne. And I acknowledge Randy, but I don't say anything. And I collapse on my knees beside Zippy's body. And I pick up his broken body and I cradle it. Wow. And I hold his furry head in my hand. My only hand that works. 
And I remember back in season one, the first time we held hands, I talked about how soft his fur felt. And I cast Speak With Dead. You try to cast Speak With Dead. And always when you do this, you feel as though something is being dragged back. That the part of the soul is being dragged back into the body from the deep. But you can tell the spell is not working. I... I weep. I... I silently weep tears into Zippy's fur. And I try to use prestidigitation to clean the blood off of his face. Blood that is soaked into his fur starts lifting and falling off like beads of water, cleaning his face. But Norman... As you're cradling Zippy, you glance up and you can see the bucket is tipped over and water is pouring out, slight like a trickle. And you can see floating out of the bucket very gently, just on the stream of water slowly onto the floor as gently as possible is a very small crystal and you just see it flash slightly as if it caught something and that is where we're going to end the episode